Brooke, I feel like I know what you're going to say here, but how do you handle someone who lies about something you just know is true? Well, obviously I chastise them endlessly, but I don't have a good tactic, which is why I wish I was on a reality show. So I could be like, uh, roll the tape. That's my dream. I mean, in this day and age, we should be recording everything. We should. The number of times I could prove myself right with just a rollback, countless. I mean, I hear you. (laughs) But I mean, I feel like it's wild that Kanye is even suggesting he didn't write those harassing, ridiculous, ranty social media posts about his ex, Kim Kardashian. I mean, seriously, like, we all saw it in literal real time. Yeah. And like, I think he's hoping that that one account who comments endlessly on his post will be the judge because he's he's believing that a court's going to buy this. Which is weird because we all know it's just him in a throwaway Instagram account <laughs> commenting on his own stuff. 100%. But it's so verified. <gasps> oh, Kanye. From Wondery, I'm Marisha Skinner-Williams. And I'm Brooke Ziffrin. It's Tuesday, March 1st. And you're listening to Rich and Daily. Hey everyone, it's David Duchovny. Do you ever feel like you're just failing? Trust me, I get it. Hell, I've spent my whole life feeling like I'm failing. It's appropriate, though, because failure in all its forms is the whole point of my new podcast, Fail Better. I'm joining forces with Lemonada Media to explore the world of failure, how it holds us back, propels us forward, and ultimately shapes our lives. As someone who has experienced my own set of personal and professional defeats, I've always been intrigued by how those failures influenced my journey, sometimes for the better. And I know I'm not alone in those wonderings. So each week I'll chat with artists, athletes, actors, thinkers, and experts about how our perceived failures have actually been our biggest catalyst for growth, revelation, and even healing. Through these conversations, I hope we can learn how to embrace the opportunity of failure and fail better together. Fail Better is out on May 7th, wherever you get your podcasts. There's a lot to say when buying a new home or car, but only one thing to say that can help you protect them. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. And just like that, a State Farm agent will be there to help you choose the coverage you need, no matter where you are in life. When you need coverage options, your State Farm agent is there to help, on the phone or in person. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. So I think we can all agree it's long been past time for Kanye to just let Kim go, move on. Mm. Kimye's done. It's over. It's <laughs> let's let's be done with this. Leave it in the past. <laughs> Obviously it's Kanye, so that's not the case. He's continuing his awkward and kind of troubling campaign of yeah. publicly begging Kim to take him back for months now. 
And now it's Kim who's doing the begging because she wants her divorce done. Yeah, we all do. Give her the divorce. So she filed a 155-page document last Wednesday that asked the court to speed up their divorce proceedings. And this is ahead of a hearing that's scheduled for tomorrow, which will determine whether Kim can be legally single. So in the document, Kim states, I very much desire to be divorced. I have asked Kanye to keep our divorce private, but he has not done so. Yeah. Um, Listen, I know you're not a lawyer, but I do have a question. Is there somebody who reads all 155 pages of that document? Um, Or do they just like skim through and they're like, this looks good. (laughs) That's so much. They must put it through one of those bots. The ones that where they like write rom-coms based off a bot. Oh my God. It's got to be one of those things. 155 pages is so long. It's a lot. And the paper is Skim's letterhead. Yeah, well, of course. Um, So in the document, Kim also says, Kanye has been putting a lot of misinformation regarding our private family matters and co-parenting on social media, which has created emotional distress. And not just for Kim, for all of us, really, if we're being honest here. We should all file documents. Mm -hmm. Um, She's obviously referring to Kanye's Many, many Instagram rants. Uh, You know, there's the classic, Kim tried to kidnap my kids. And then the sequel to The Harassment of Pete Davidson. Mm. Like, the list truly goes on and on. I mean, he shared screenshots of texts, which I appreciate. (laughs) I will always appreciate screenshots of text messages. Me too. So also in this document, Kim says... I believe that the court terminating our marital status will help Kanye to accept that our marital relationship is over and to move forward on a better path, which will assist us in peacefully co-parenting our children. So my only thing about that is I don't know that anything's going to help Kanye accept that it's over, but at least legally the law will be on her side of like, leave her alone. Yeah. And the jury's going to be like, we the jury have decided Leave him alone. (laughs) Seriously. Um, Kanye, of course, did not take the hint. Just two days after Kim filed her court documents, he then filed his own last Friday. And he's claiming that Kim can't prove those social media posts were written (laughs) by him. I can't wait to go off on this. So in this document, (laughs) Kanye's lawyer states, Kim claims she read something online allegedly by Kanye and characterizes the posts in her declaration as misinformation. Kim needed to offer the social media posts into evidence and show that the posts were written by Kanye. The document also says that the posts are double hearsay and can't be used as evidence in court. Okay, so number one, (laughs) the second anything is posted, it's it's there forever. So no matter yes. how many times Kanye's like, I'm going to post and then delete, post and then delete. It's like, that doesn't mean anything. Yeah. Does he think that's something, I wonder? <sighs> well, <laughs> if he's, if it's 1998, maybe, but come on. <laughs> like, literally, the second he posts, 300 news outlets have copies of it. I at know. At the very least. Yes. <sighs> this this whole thing. This lawyer, I, I genuinely <laughs> am like, who agreed to file this? Who was like, Kanye, I got you. I know. Well, sadly, there are people. (laughs) I mean, you pay enough, I guess. (laughs) Um, It's just ridiculous. No one's buying Kanye didn't post them. I mean, he literally posted a photo of himself (laughs) holding a yellow legal pad that said his account wasn't hacked. Because, of course, people are like, is your account hacked? This is ridiculous. Yeah. Um, And this was right in the middle of all of those posts he made about Kim and Pete. 
Right. And like I said, he shared screenshots from Kim, uh, which means basically if Kim also has those texts on her phone, then Mm -hmm. there's your proof. Right. In one of the messages, Kim accused Kanye of creating a dangerous and scary environment. She said she was worried that people might hurt Pete because of the posts. And then Kanye shared a screenshot of his response to her, which read, I will always do everything to protect my family forever. And I listened to you and told everyone to make sure nothing physical happens to Skeet. Skeet, of course, is his very, very clever nickname for Pete. Mm. Um, He also captioned the post, Upon my wife's request, please, nobody do anything physical to Skeet. I'm going to handle the situation myself. Which sounds like threatening violence to me. I know. I'm handling the situation. That's what mob bosses say. Like, there's yeah. no in between. His PR person is like, do you currently think you're handling it? Just trying to gauge your handling scale. Is this handling it? I mean, I feel like if I were Kim, I would just show the text message where he refers to Pete as Skeet and be like, obviously, he can't be an adult about this. This should be enough. <laughs> and the judge would be like, yes, granted. Just share a photo of those ugly ass sneakers he designed. That's proof enough. <laughs> We really should be judges. Um, And I mean, it's, I feel like it's extra hard for Kanye to say those screenshots didn't come from him because just two weeks ago, he acknowledged on Instagram that they were jarring and came off as harassing Kim. Mm -hmm. So how do you admit to something you did and then say you didn't do what you just admitted to? Right. So for anyone who doesn't remember this, on February 15th, Kanye shared a photo of himself during his fake benefit for Larry Hoover um, that he did with Drake in December. And in the caption, he wrote that he understands how his posts could be taken as harassment towards Kim. No, no, no. They are harassment. I know. They could be taken as harassment because they are harassment. That's what they are. Yes. Um, He also wrote that he's working on his communication and said, I take accountability. I'm still learning in real time. I don't have all the answers. To be a good leader is to be a good listener. So is anyone calling him a leader? What, where is this coming from? I mean, his... <laughs> You're not a leader, Kanye. His cult, a.k.a. Oh, choir, is calling him that. <laughs> but I will say, I'll give props where props are due. He went live a couple weeks ago, and it was mm-hmm. the Sunday service, and it was the choir singing mm-hmm. Easy On Me by Adele. Mm-hmm. And it was, like, hauntingly beautiful. Like, it was so good. Yeah, and I mean, nobody just... Yeah, he's a genius musically. Yeah, he nobody's just, arguing his musical talent. No. It's up there. It's it's yes. it, it's there. But everything else, like, stick to music. <laughs> Hard agree. Um, but, you know, obviously him admitting to all this isn't really great for his claims. Like, he... Yeah. Yeah. He's... But that's not going to stop him. <laughs> no, of course not. And no. the thing about Kanye is... He's always got to have a couple cards up his sleeve because he's also now trying to claim the prenup he has with Kim is invalid. Mm -hmm. So according to Kanye and his lawyer, there's this new statute in California that states prenups signed after 2001 are invalid. And the only way they can be validated is either during a trial or if both parties agree. And obviously, Kanye's like, I don't agree. So it can't be enforced until there's a full-blown trial, meaning there should be a big delay in their divorce. Yes. And he also filed a document on February 16th to deny Kim's request to be legally single. Right. So in this document, his legal team basically expressed concerns about 
his and Kim's shared assets. Mm-hmm. And they filed to prevent her from transferring assets out of any of their trusts. But in Kim's filing last week, she provided details about their prenup and she emphasized the fact that they didn't really share many assets. She mm-hmm. said, both Kanye and I came into the marriage with significant separate property estates. And she says they basically plan to protect those assets by keeping them separate during their marriage, which I think is smart. I don't mm-hmm. care how Google Gaga you are. No, absolutely not. Protect yourself. At the end of the day, it's just you. Yes, agree. She says they only had one shared joint checking account, which they used to pay for their kids' expenses, which makes sense. Um, And they already agreed that Kim will keep the $50 million house. And Kanye will keep the shack across the street that he's going to rent out. Yeah, the paltry $10 million shack they have across the house. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah, I just, it seems, and it's also like we're dealing with basically, what, two billionaires talking about whose assets are whose? Like, does it really matter at this point? No, it doesn't. But I will say, <laughs> such a huge part of me hopes that the prenup does get thrown out and it and he's, like, mm. ordered to pay her, like, billions of dollars because oh of my it. God. Like, it oh backfires God. on him. That's my dream. Yeah. I mean, he's spending all his money on these lawyers that are filing the dumbest petitions, <laughs> so he might need that money. Yeah, well, their diplomas are hanging on the wall and they're drawn in crayons, so what do we expect? <laughs> Only the best for Kanye. (laughs) From Wondery, I'm Arisha Skidmore-Williams. And I'm Brooke Ziffrin. This is Rich and Daily. See you tomorrow, Richies. If you like our show, please follow us on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, or wherever you're listening right now. And tell your friends we've got the hot goss. If you like Rich and Daily, you can listen to every episode ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at wondery.com survey.